Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 68. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian. And we have a special guest. We have Mike back with us. Mike Hyken. How you doing, Mike? Hey, doing pretty well. Hey, Good to welcome be here. back. All right. Okay, so as is customary, we will have Mike, our guest, go first on what they've gotten. Okay, I've got a few uh, TVC figures. I got Chirrut Mway, which is a great figure. I got K2SO, which is another great figure. Uh, Jedi Luke TVC, which is a great figure. <laughs> and uh, the uh, Power Droid, which, guess what? That's a great figure. <laughs> yes. That's all I've gotten so far. Even though we haven't got a lot of vintage collection figures this year, I think they've really done a really good job of what they've given us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad they've gotten, like, the new the Power Droid off that list of ours. Yep. That was, I think that was when we did our most wanted. I think that was on our list, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. So what did you get, Carl? I, only, I think, I'm, 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 I double-checked and looked around. I think the only thing I've got since the last time we did our podcast was Ken Simmons' Empire Strikes Back book that he had the um, Kickstarter for. It's, it's, I'd got the, the first book he'd done, and this one is just really cool, too. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. So have you looked through it? Yeah, I mean, I not looked through it great. I've just kind of glanced through it a little bit and stuff. Okay. I haven't yeah. seen it at all. Did you not get one? No, I didn't. Okay. Did you get his first one? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slacking, I guess. I got the I got the first one when we had the um, fall festival, and then he, he signed it there in person. But I think, if I remember correctly, you had to pay more to have this one signed on the uh-huh. Kickstarter. So I went El Cheapo and El Cheaper and just had, got the book. I didn't get it signed. Well, evidently, I mean, I didn't... I guess I didn't read all of the levels of backing, but there was a deluxe version to this book, which had the micro collection stuff in it. Yeah. I didn't get that one, did you? No, I didn't either. I didn't know. I mean, heck, what I paid was enough. I mean, it's kind of expensive. It was $125 I, for the book. Yeah, I went I went back and forth on it, and I really wanted it. So I think there was only like an hour left when I went and got wow. hit on it. Yeah, I waited till the very last possible moment, and I was like, yeah, I think I might regret this. And if you missed out, you can buy both books right now. He is selling them individually. Um, I don't know if it's on his Facebook page or website or what. The man who shot Luke Skywalker. Uh, but they're quite expensive. But they are great if you want like a good table coffee. You know, coffee oh, yeah. book or something. They're just really just fantastic. His, I mean, they're his photography is. They're awesome. like 175 pages or something like that. Yeah. I didn't look at the exact number, but it's quite big. Um, I think the the normal first version of it is like a hundred and something. I can't remember. Yeah, and then the regular second edition is like I'm gonna say like one ninety, and the deluxe is like two forty, something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's the first book. Is that what you're talking about? The first book. Um, the first one and the second one. He's got both of them that you can buy. Uh, I'm trying to look it up here real quick. Um. I think it's on the website. Yeah. The volume one is 135 plus shipping. Volume two is 200 plus shipping. And volume two deluxe is 275 plus shipping. Wow. So you got a better price by doing the Kickstarter, definitely. <laughs> Even yeah. though it wasn't cheap. <laughs> yeah, because it was 125 for for the version, I guess, that me and you got. Yeah, that's the one I got, too. Yeah, and there's, there's some other other kickstarter you know book type things out there i put one of them in the announcements it's uh one of them's a star wars toy guide volume one kenner action figures 1977 to 1985 
Um, I've heard of that one. Yeah, the air. Um, I can't remember how much it was. It's not nearly as much, but um, it looked worth getting to me. I mean, it, I, I'm I'm a sucker for the the vintage figure books and stuff like that. Yeah. Because there's a uh, we'll see there's a vintage collection book that's coming out here soon. Um, that uh, Daryl DePriest was doing. Yeah, did you get the one that is like the size of your hand? That it looks kind of cool, but I just don't like the price on it. Have you seen that one? It's size of recently. your hand. Yeah, the book is the size <laughs> of your hand actually, and it's got on it's, it's each page. It has all the vin- it has just a picture of all the vintage figures on each page. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it just recently came out. No, but it's just for the size. It just seems like it's kind of expensive. It was around thirty bucks or something. I'm thinking it's a really tiny book for that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the name of it will pop in my head before we're finished, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, the one I'm um, talking about here is by Reed or Red. I'm, I'm guessing Red Five Designs. They have yeah. a Kickstarter for it, and uh, it's going on until what is it? It's got uh, 19 days to go, but they still got like a little over a hundred thousand to go in their in their quest. So I don't know if that one's going to get it. And you never know, just because a lot of times people wait to the last minute, you know, like Carl. Yeah. <laughs> and I seem to do that on a lot of Kickstarters, too. <laughs> yeah, they've got, uh, let's see, I'm looking for the pledges. I hate when it does this, when you actually, you've already pledged, and it doesn't show all the rest of them. It only shows yours. Oh, so you're getting that book? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, my pledge was 135 and you get one copy of the book, your name printed in the book, um... Along with a special list of people who have contributed, uh, let's see, uh, extended, I get four exclusive posters. Uh, one's a card back style poster depicting all carded figures and creatures available. Uh, the second one is a card front sequence checklist poster showing all figures and each movie card they appear on. The third one is a card back checklist poster showing all known and undiscovered card back images. And then a checklist poster for TBC. I don't know what that means. And a special limited edition gold dust jacket. It's accompanied by gold stickers attached inside with your edition number. Number, let's see, up to 77 of them. See, name printed in book, one copy, signed by authors. Uh, Yeah. Cool. All those are gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was only 77 of them. They went quick. I think that's the only thing that people went for. Okay. 77, that's pretty limited. But there's <laughs> 70... The book, I was... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you get, uh, I think, 75... Actually, it's 75 pounds, not dollars. Uh, you get the... is the cheapest one to where you get the book. Okay. But the book that I was talking about that just came out um, last month is called Kenner Star Wars Collector's Handbook. And like I said, the size of the book is about the size of your hand. On, on each page, it just has one of the vintage action figures. Hmm. Yeah, it's. I, I just looked it up. It is twenty nine dollars and twenty one cents. Like I said, around thirty dollars for a book that's the size of your hand. <laughs> is that on Amazon? Yes, it's on Amazon. What was it called again? Kenner Star Wars Collectors Handbook. Oh yeah. Okay. If you sc- scroll down to some of the customers' reviews, you, you can see how it's made too. They posted some pictures inside the book. It's kind of cool. I mean, just seeing boom, mm-hmm. the full carded figure on each page and stuff like this. Even got the droids. I have. I have seen that book before because I, I have it on my wish list along with the the Meccano Trilogo Collector's Handbook. Oh, I have okay, both okay. of them on there. 
Yeah, I'm not really a card back collector for vintage, but I do like them and like to see what they look like, especially in Trilogo, different countries. Yeah. Did you all buy any? I'm sure Mike probably had I mean, his big lots too. When when Big Lots got some of the Power of the Force 2 Canadian figures in at Big Lots. Oh, yeah. I did, too. And it was so yeah. fun walking to Big Lots and seeing Canadian carded <laughs> figures from Fire of the Force 2. Yeah. yeah, I think I got a, a Jawa and a Luke Jedi. Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> uh, oh, continuing with stuff that I got, of course, I got that book as well. Oh, sorry. The Kim <laughs> Simmons ahead. Empire oh. Strikes Back book, you know, Volume 2. Um, I also got a Lego Adat or AT80. Nice. Yeah, it's Adat. <laughs> I think you remember saying once that you really wanted an Adat because you didn't have one. Yeah, yeah, I finally got one. My wife bought it for me uh, a while back and finally nice. put it together. Uh, got it up on uh, one of my new sets of shelves we got upstairs, and it looks good. Oh, so is the Star Wars room expanded to upstairs now too? Oh, it has been for a while. Have you oh, not see, been here and seen it? I've never seen your upstairs. I've just seen oh, the, okay. just the main room. <laughs> it's been that way for oh. at least a year, I'd say. Okay, cool. And then I'll I got to check it out when the world gets back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> also got a Black Series Mandalorian Super Commando. That's the one that looks like it's got, I don't know, Darth Maul horns on the top of his helmet. Oh, yeah, cool. And there was another Black Series, too, I got. It's uh, the exclusive that came at Walgreens. I can't remember which one that was now. They, uh, they all run together after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you keep track with doing the 6-inch and the 4-inch scale. It's just like a while. <laughs> well, luckily, I don't do all of the 6-inch, so it's a little easier. I just get the ones I like. There's been uh, so many 6-inch now. Oh, it's I know. to keep track. I mean, I know it's... I probably don't have half of them and still have, like, 200. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, meeting news, I put a bunch of question marks because we were supposed to have our Christmas meeting actually this past Saturday, and due to the governor being an idiot, I mean, uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's closed down, so uh, we couldn't meet. Maybe we can have Christmas in July, you know, it's, it's actually a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and then the that's that I don't know what other meeting news you know that's all I could put because there's really no conventions no uh, anything else going on so uh, have sad news to pass on David Prowse David Prowse passed away the the man who was Darth Vader in the costume ninety nine percent of the time <laughs> yeah I know that uh, he didn't have a real good relationship with Lucasfilm after. Uh, after portraying Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi because because of stuff that happened between him and Lucasfilm and Lucas himself and Richard Marquand. You know, of course, when we, when we see Darth Vader, you know, unmasked, it's not David Prowse. And he was kind of upset yeah. about that, too. Yeah. But uh, I got the meeting at, uh, at a comic book of all places in Canova, West Virginia. And it was just out of the blue. A buddy of mine was like, hey, David Prowse is going to be there. And I was like, well, what's he doing in Canova, West Virginia? And, you know, whether or not this is true or not, I don't know. This is what he told me. And then this is all I've ever known because I never really dug deep into it. But he said his wife was originally from Canova, West Virginia, and that's why he was there. 
and he was signing for free at this comic yeah, book I heard shop. That too. Unfortunately, you about that. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, when that happened, I was in the Smokies. I had already had the trip planned, so I missed <laughs> out on that. I was like, of all, nothing like that happens in my area, and I'm going to the Smokies the very time he's in Canoa. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm at a truck convention in 93. I posted about that, too. Adventure and, Con uh, was where I met him. Go on. Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah. A, was he down there? Was he down there that time when Irvin Kirshner was down there? Yes, I got his the same oh, okay. time too. Okay. Yep. Billy D was there. Yeah, it was. That was old, a good show. Was it good was show. one of my favorite shows I ever went to because everybody was cheap still <laughs> for autographs too. Yeah. I just really loaded up on the Star Wars people. Oh yeah. And I thought everybody was nice except for one droid guy. I won't say his name. <laughs> 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 well, he wasn't being golden that day. No, definitely not at all. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and what what I my I'm sorry to get all way off topic, but my favorite thing about it, everybody told me what a jerk Billy D. Williams was. I don't know if I caught him on a good day or what, but he talked to me and he was super cool. So that makes me really happy. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was. So Go ahead. I was gonna say that's the only time I ever met him was was when he was in Canova. A funny story about Canova. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, have you ever sat at the table at Everoni's with the with the with the autograph photo of his? No, Hang I've never paid wall. attention to it. Oh gosh, there's a table where it's framed on the wall and it says to Everoni's Pizza." The force is strong with your pizza. It's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he must have yeah. done it that 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 time period. Man, you'll have to request to sit at that table now. <laughs> yeah, I want to sit at the David Prowse table. <laughs> yes. The first time I saw it, I was blown away. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's now, what, four of the original, like seven cast members have passed away? Yeah. You got him, Carrie Fisher, uh, Peter Mayhew, and uh, Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker, yeah. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, we're losing all of our heroes at an alarmingly fast rate recently. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just uh, it's sad, sad to see them go, but you know, eventually it's going to happen. You know, and there's nothing oh, yeah. you can do about it. Yeah, but, but just keep watching the movies and stuff that uh, that they were in. Yeah, they live on in the movies. Yeah, yeah, they left. You know, last, lasting images of them forever. Yeah. Did uh, Did David Prowse ever attend the celebration? Yes. I think he was, uh, he attended Celebration all the way through, uh, I want to say Celebration 3, and then they uh, had some sort of falling out. He didn't get invited back. I don't know hmm. what exactly the, what what the problem was there, but he... Uh, Maybe it was because the way he back. signed. <laughs> <laughs> David Prowse is Darth Vader. Yeah. The way he signed it. I don't know. I didn't start going to Celebration until number five, and he wasn't there, so... Yeah. Well, now we've got uh, got some Hasbro announcements, and, well, others as well. Uh, since the last time, they've had Mando Mondays every Monday, and they announce stuff that they're going to come out with eventually, uh, take pre-orders for about a half a millisecond, and <laughs> then they're all gone. Um, the Black Series, they've announced Moff Gideon, Grief Karga, Quill, Asaz Ventress, Hunter, Crosshair, and for those that don't know, Hunter and Crosshair are the from the Bad Batch. The Remnant Stormtrooper and the Mandalorian Loyalist. Uh, the Vintage Collection, Zuton, Grief Karga, and Grogu. <laughs> With the Prim. <laughs> or the Child, Baby Yoda, yes. Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the latest episode. <laughs> 
Which, who hasn't by now? I mean, come on. You've almost had a week, so you Yeah, well, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be at least a week. <laughs> um, the Mandalorian helmet, you know, the one that's uh, just like some of the other ones that they've had in the past. You can buy a helmet that's like the Mandalorian's. Um, Igloo has announcements for coolers. I saw a Stormtrooper, Chewbacca, C-3PO, R2-D2, BB-8, Boba Fett, and Darth Vader. And these are those Igloo coolers that uh, the top kind of slides off to the side and you put yeah. stuff in. So they're the yep. smaller ones. And uh, Hot Toys is going to have the Mandalorian and the child, Grogu. <laughs> what do you think about the name <laughs> Grogu? I mean, yay, nay, I don't know yet. I like it. I don't know yet. I got no problem with it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. Um, it could have been worse. I mean, it could have been Sheev. <laughs> True. I feel like uh, Grogu is uh, taking some of the letters from uh, George Lucas and making a, uh, the name. I need to look at that before. That's a good theory. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a good it theory. seems like it. <laughs> could be. Um, let's see. Gentle Giant announced Lax Sivrak. And uh, for those of you that have only seen the special edition of Star Wars, you're missing out on this character because he's no longer in the Star Wars movie. <laughs> Which exactly. makes no sense. He's so cool looking. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's a, a wolf man. Yeah. And he was in the original cut of A New Hope. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think the stupid turtle looking thing with the, you know, the hat, the flat hat, I think took his place. Yeah. <laughs> I like really you replaced him for that, you know. <laughs> anyway, I, I pre-ordered it. Um, I liked it. I liked that character that much. I was ticked off when they took him out. Same yeah. here. I was like, man, we got a wolf man in Star Wars, and now he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and my nephew liked him too because he was a little tiny kid, you know, back then, and he uh, he had first seen it. Of course, he was born after the special editions actually came out, but I still had the VHS tapes and was watching VHS because DVD hadn't come out yet. Right. So he was watching that, and uh, you know, then later on when we saw the special editions, he was like, "Something's not right." <laughs> it's like they took the Wolf Man out. <laughs> At least he got an action figure in the Power of the Force. Yep. Yeah. Wish they'd do a new one. That'd yeah, they cool. do need to do a new one. Yeah, he would be cool for the Vantage Collection. Yep. I think that was one of mine in my list. Yeah. I know there's probably some other stuff I'm missing here, but that's the, the gist of what's happened in the last month. Yeah, some of the Lego toys for next year has leaked on that, that, brick, that main brick website. Oh, okay. I haven't had a chance to click on and look at them yet, but if you're interested, you can go to the Brick Brothers or whatever and see those probably. <clears throat> All right, anybody, any, any other announcements anybody's heard about? I was any just trying stuff? to think. I, I can't think of anything else. Usually Dwayne is pretty good about picking up on stuff like that, but he, didn't, he couldn't make it today. Yeah. All right, so we'll go with uh, our topic of the day which is the second part of the 65 back figures we got uh see let's see eight of them so we'll start off with low gray the ewok medicine man and of course he came out on his first appearance was on the 65 back original retail price was 299 $2.99 uh, let's see, some stuff here. Light brown stripe lines, dark tan stripe lines, or green-gray stripe line variations, which, to me, I think some of this is just fading. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> and then he's got uh, his low-gray headdress, which is 
you know, looks like it's a skull, you know, with some, some other stuff attached to it. Yeah, he's pretty wicked looking for an Ewok. It's unique to him, and a pouch, and most of this stuff is all unique to him. And his staff, it's uh, you, it's unique to him as well. So, uh, Mike, did you have this one when you was a kid? Well, i got to be honest with you. <laughs> By this time, I was pretty much out of uh, Star Wars collecting. Uh, mm-hmm. So I didn't have many of these going forward. I have a few, but not many. Logray is one that I did not have, and, but I do have him now. Uh, I got the, did you say a gray stripe version? Because that's what I have. It. Yeah. A gray stripe version. Green, yeah. gray, or something like that? Yeah. So what do you think yeah. of the figure? I love the figure. I think it's a cool figure. You know, as Ewoks go, I like all the Ewok figures. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're pretty neat as far as their sculpt and uh, their accessories. You know, like like you said, this one has unique accessories and has that rubbery skull, like you said, or like a pig type head or something on top of him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a cool figure. I got that one at a flea market back back when. So, but yeah, I didn't have this when I was growing up. That's for I sure. feel like that's something we're severely lacking nowadays is Ewok figures. Yeah, hasn't been a whole a lot. lot. They've done they've done quite a few, but it's just, it's just you know. not as much recently. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about you know recently and and because yeah, overall, I mean, if you go back to the you know the beginning of '95 when they re- redid Star Wars figures, then yeah. yeah, they've done quite a lot of them, but you know they don't keep them updated very often for sure that's true because i think there's only like four total in the vintage collection sounds about right yeah there's that uh uh kmart exclusive catapult set that had a couple ewoks in it yeah i love that set i I forgot about that i got i got two of those at the time got one on clearance later on and and ripped it open because it's pretty cool yeah Yeah. i'm actually i've actually got it right back here behind me i'm looking at it And then they had, uh, Toys R Us had a, uh, like a five, four or five pack that wasn't vintage collection, but they were vintage type sculpts. They had all the articulation and stuff like that and came with all kinds of accessories. And that yeah. was a Toys R Us exclusive several years back when we had Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. So, Carl, did you have this one? I didn't have this one either. I, by this time, I was just, you know, picking and choosing which ones I grabbed, and this is not one I grabbed, but I did grab it later on. I think I may have grabbed this one off eBay when I grabbed it or something, but it's a, it's a great figure, and his, his staff, you know, it's got all these little, it's just the way it's sculpted and made, it's just wicked looking, like you already all talked about, the headdressing and stuff. I mean, he's just a cool-looking figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yep. and I know Ewoks don't get a whole lot of love from some of the fan base, but I just... I mean, without the Ewoks, you know, the Empire would have won. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, so they, yeah, go ahead. Who? What? Oh. Uh, no, 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 sorry. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no, um, no, that's it. So that two-pack that you that you have, did you open it? The, the vintage the collection one? The yes. No, this one's just a two-pack. Oh. The, the catapult was different. This one was just a plain old two-pack with two figures and accessories. They're, they're staffs. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah, I've still got mine in the box. And, uh, yeah, these two Ewoks, let's see, Wonka and Whittle Warwick. Is that a, a homage to Warwick Davis? <laughs> let's see. It's easy. It says that these two Ewoks take over an ATST walker during the Battle of Endor, helping the rebels in their fight to seize an Imperial bunker. With their new friend Chewbacca, the Ewoks hijack the Imperial walker and toss one of the troopers out of the ATST while knocking the other trooper unconscious. Well, they didn't toss him out. Chewbacca did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there, there's a couple. <laughs> um, so I did have this one as a kid. 
Um, most of the, the normal figures I had, it was the later ones, like the last 17 and that kind of stuff I didn't have. Right. Um, yeah, I liked it. I played with them, you know, with my Ewok village because I had an Ewok village as well. Yeah. So I, I got to play with all my Ewoks. Of course, like I've said before, I'm a few years younger than you guys. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was, when Jedi came out, I was six. Wow. I think that's right, isn't it? Are you the youngest one in the no, nine? Club? I was nine. Are you? You probably you're younger than Chris too, aren't you? No, Chris is one year younger than me, and oh, okay. Bo is actually the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if not Bo, then Stephanie. Okay, so you're you're fourth on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one we got here is Luke in Jedi Knight outfit. Carl, did you have this one? Of course, I. Everybody knows that listens to the podcast that Luke is my favorite. So yes, I had this one, and I love this figure. It's in my top. If I did a top ten vintage list, I would put this figure in my top ten. You know, he's got his, his lightsaber, he's got his blaster, he's mm-hmm. got his big cloak, and you know, it's cloth, and it looks it looks cool on him too. I, I just think and it's a great sculpt. I mean, it's just a just an awesome figure. Yeah, this one uh, is another one that, of course, I had uh, when I was a kid. I had the blue saber version, and uh, there's several different versions of this figure. You've got uh, a shorter, fine, detailed body sculpt, or a taller, less detailed body sculpt variations, which I don't really know which one that I have, because I really haven't paid attention to that. And then there's flesh-colored head mold, or a brown-colored head mold variation, where one of them's a little bit darker than the other. Uh, It comes with a gray palace blaster or like we've called it jedi blasters uh the jedi coat uh, cloak is sewn shut with a clasp or snap together clasp variations i have both and I then have both now as well now too mm-hmm. and then the lightsaber of course is uh green which is common or blue which is more rare and i have both of those as well uh Mike, i had the blue one as a kid but i have i, I later added the green one too. yeah i had the blue one as well and later added the green one so for some reason you know we we got the first versions of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, mike did you have this one didn't have this one uh found uh this this particular luke at uh the flea market here in louisville way back in the in the 90s a guy had a, a full case of kenner baggied jedi luke skywalker wow and um uh, so i got mine uh, with the blue lightsaber and a baggie and he was selling those for five bucks each so i bet I you wish got, you'd have bought more, I, should have got more <laughs> of those, but I only got one and then uh, a few years later i was at the great escape here in louisville and they had a green saber one um so i picked that one up later on but yeah i never had this one as a kid hmm. you know, Great yeah, figure, though. Oh, yeah. I, I like it a lot, too. I ended up, uh, my, got my green saber one, I want to say like uh, four or five years ago, maybe. Maybe a little bit longer than that. And uh, I guess I had forgotten that I'd bought it. And I ended up buying yet another one later. <laughs> and, but, oops. Uh, yeah. But I, I ended up selling it for pretty much what I paid for it to a buddy of ours, Doug. So, oh, okay, uh, cool. He needed it, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to get my money back out of it because they're they're going for phew, the blue ones are like well over a hundred dollars now. Are they really? Yeah. Wow, wow. I didn't know that. 
actually. Heck, the green ones are even going for quite a bit, especially with that snap clasp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, what if? What if? I mean, I wish I'd have bought a whole bin full of you know figures back in the day. Yeah. Because I remember this guy at the flea market, he had it was like a cardboard cube case, and it said Kenner on the side, and he opened it up, and it was a full case of nothing but baggy Luke Skywalker. Wow. <laughs> Don't see that anymore. <laughs> no. no. The only thing even close to that would be that uh, salacious crumb that somebody bought, like had like a hundred of them or something in a box. Yeah. Let's see. Next one is Nine Numb. Uh, see, he was um, his first appearance was actually mail away, and uh, it came with uh, when you sent in free or sent in five proof, proofs of purchase seals, and you would get it free. I think you had to pay shipping or something, um, or maybe you don't even have to pay shipping. I don't think you had to pay shipping, did you? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you had to back then. I think they just gave it to you for the five proof of purchases. Um, it, they've got different, uh, variations here too, but I think that's basically just fading of colors. And, uh, he came with the, the black pilot blaster. Uh, see, I, I got this one mail away. I mean, I got most of the mail aways that they ever come out with. Cool. Uh, so I ended up getting this one. I, now, of course, being a kid as I was, I didn't keep the box or anything else. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Mike, did you have this one? No, I didn't have this one. Um, got him late also. He was one of the final figures that I picked up for the vintage, uh, vintage figures. Um, but it's a cool, it's a pretty cool figure. I, I love the vintage club figure mm-hmm. <laughs> of this guy. Um, but yeah, I never had, uh, never had this guy when I was when I was younger. Carl, did you have it? I actually had this one too, and I can tell you why. I actually remember why I got it is because he was in the Falcon. It's like I gotta have yeah. him. He, he rode in the Falcon. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. for the big final battle. So that's why I remember <laughs> grabbing him at the time. Yeah, it's a. I mean, he, they did a pretty good job of this figure it looks uh you know quite like he did in the movie oh yeah it's a good sculpt yeah uh, let's see what else we got uh princess leia organa in the bush or bausch <laughs> however you want to pronounce it disguise uh what's so funny <laughs> i always love when people say bush <laughs> well, how do you pronounce it bausch yeah bausch but I've heard, both, bausch, I've heard both i've heard both ways uh, so have i that's why i said it that's like however you want to pronounce it you know it doesn't matter to me um she comes with her uh uh i don't even know what you is it a rifle or or what you'd call it electra staff looks like it's what they're calling it in here i don't think i ever knew what it was i just knew it was really long and hard to put places yeah Yeah. and uh of course they say there's four different head sculpt variations um it comes with of course the helmet and uh, Carl, did you have this one? Did not have this one either. I went and grabbed it later on. I think this was um, actually bought it from someone at one of our um, Star Wars group things early, early on. One of the first events I ever went to with Dwayne. I think somebody had one for sale, and I still needed it, so I grabbed it. Hmm. I can't remember who I bought it from. It's been so long ago now. <laughs> so, what did you think about this figure whenever you first saw it? I thought it was a great figure. I mean, you know how the how the the, the mask comes off and everything i mean if i'd have been a little kid that would have been definitely one that i would have wanted to have and play with a lot because you know that she comes into disguise and, and, and saves on solo and everything so it's, it's just a, it's another great i mean that i mean they just when you got up to i mean they I always thought for the most part they did great 
with their sculpts. But man, when you get to the Return of the Jedi movie and they start coming out with these figures, they just was nailing the sculpts left and right. Yeah. Yeah, especially when they started doing removable helmets too. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. It makes me wonder why we never got a Darth Vader along this time with a removable helmet. Yeah, good that question. Would be cool. Yeah. Did you have this one, Mike? No, I didn't have this one. Uh, I got it at the Great Escape uh, while back, uh, several years back. Um, this one's hard to find with a, a helmet that's in really good condition. A lot of the times the helmet's all scratched up, and I think it's because the, the helmet is real rubbery, so if you bend the helmet, I guess it chips the paint off mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, I always liked the head sculpt on this one. I thought the head sculpt was really nice. That doesn't look anything like <laughs> Princess Leia. But no. I thought it was a, a nice face sculpt. Though. It, it's yeah. always hard to find with these figures as well that have helmets is with a good paint, you know, without any paint chipping off and stuff like that rubbed off on the face. Because yeah. the helmet comes down over top of them on their hair or whatever, and it rubs it off eventually. Right. Yeah. I had this one when I was a kid as well. I always, uh, always liked having another bounty hunter. So, <laughs> And the fact that it yeah. was Princess Leia in disguise was just quite funny to me yeah uh, let's see what else rebel commando this was uh the indoor special forces guy and uh let's see he had his he had a special weapon as well it was unique to the figure called a long blaster called a commando rifle with a strap and uh there was a couple of different uh paint variations where it looked like they painted his face darker you know his eyebrows and stuff mm-hmm Rather than uh, the other version, it says uh, they had a painted face versus a molded face. So that was the variation, was the fact that one of them was painted and the other one was just molded that way. Okay. Uh, let's see, I had uh, I actually had two of these when I was a kid, because they were just generic figures, so, you know, <laughs> if you had more, it was okay. Uh, I never really thought much of them, just because it was kind of generic, so I was just like, well, these guys are in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carl, did you have this one? No, I didn't have this one either. It's one that I, I'm not sure where I grabbed it along the time when I when I was going back and getting into it. It may have been a flea market find, um, but yeah, it's it's just I mean you you need him if you're if you're gonna you know um, play Star Wars. He's 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 just cool, like you said, a background character. And once again, it's a pretty good sculpt. So mm-hmm. I like the figure. So I had to have it, of course. All right, Mike, did you have this one? Nope, but I found it at the flea market, and I tell you, when I found it, it was in pristine condition. It was yeah. just like General Maydean. No one cared about Rebel Commando. <laughs> he just hung out in the background. So, yep. But yeah, when I picked up the figure, it was like he was fresh from the car. It was, it was in great condition. Still in great condition. Yeah, that was pretty much mine. I mean, most of my other ones, you know, of course, got played with, but, uh, you know, there's a few that you just kind of sit in the background because, you know, they didn't really do anything in the movie anyway. Yeah. He has a cool um, rifle, too, I should mention, too. I think I like the way it was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks like a lot like a G.I. Joe. You can mix him with your G.I. Joes. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's tan, a light tan color, not you know not black like most of the other ones. Right. All right, the next figure we got is Reese. And, uh, oh, three eyes. Yeah, oh, three eyes. <laughs> and there's a couple different variations on him with the dark green booted and... Uh, just plain green, uh, and then he's got a gold staff, and it's uh, it's exclusive to Reese. It's a, uh, I mean, it almost looks like some kind of a smoke pipe to me. <laughs> I could never figure out what that was. I me either. Figure out what that was. <laughs> yes, 
I don't know what it is. I mean, it says it's a blaster staff, but I don't know what the heck that's mean. That's a weird looking blaster staff. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Mike, did you have this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never had this one. Um, but yeah, I picked him up. Of course, at the flea market. Um, so he's and also in pristine condition. So I guess he's mainly just hung out in Java's palace in the background. <laughs> he's kind of a cool, silly looking figure. Uh, Carl, did you have this one? I actually did have this one, and my reasoning behind grabbing this one is because I thought him as a monster, and you know how I like my creatures and monsters and stuff. He had these, I thought, huge hands. He just, mm-hmm. he's just so goofy and cool looking. I mean, he could, I could even, if I mean, put him on with my Universal Monsters, the Remco ones that I, I had, because he's just a creepy looking dude. His hands look like goalie mitts for yeah. ice hockey. <laughs> yeah, this hum- humongous. He's just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I had this one as well. Uh, I don't know. I I didn't really have a say in most of the ones that I got because I got them for birthday or Christmas or, or whatever. Most of the time I didn't actually go and pick out my own. So I just yeah. got whatever, you know, the family members <laughs> wanted to give me. <laughs> <clears throat> we'd occasionally at the time um, these was hitting we'd occasionally go to Hills because Hills was like my mom's favorite store and then you know I'd end up looking at you know records or something like that and then I'd make my way back to the toys and that's how I was like oh yeah I should probably get him he is a monster I don't really play with toys now but he looks cool stuff like that would happen with me <laughs> okay next we've got Squidhead oh great figure yeah <laughs> Yeah, he came with uh, a cloak and a skirt. <laughs> All kinds of soft goods. Yeah, a belt, uh, his own, let's see, a blaster, what is that called? That blaster, it is a, I mean, it's gray. They call it a squid head, or no, wait a minute, that's the, that's the belt. It's The belt's gray. It's a Bespin blaster, yeah. blaster DH-17 blaster pistol, which yeah. is gray. I think he's one of the only ones that had a gray one. And... Not a whole lot of, uh, let's see, the eyes can be a little bit lighter in color. So, Carl, did you have this one? I did not have this one. This is probably one of the ones I grabbed at the flea market later on. And I don't know why I didn't grab it when I was, you know, still so into monster and creatures so much. But it is, is, the soft goods work good for him, I think, too. Because have you all ever seen without any of the soft goods on him? He looks really weird, too. (laughs) When he's been gutted. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he, he, he's a cool-looking figure, and he just, you know, just fits in like as a cool-looking background creature. Yeah. Yep. I had this one. Or, no, I didn't. This is the one I didn't have. I didn't have this one. So this is one oh. of the ones that I had to get later. So all, none of the three of us had this one. Right. Um, so, Mike, you didn't have this one either? No, I didn't have this one either. Um, I found this one also at the flea market, and he was in great condition. I mean, he's in... <laughs> Totally great condition. Was this the same so, flea market that you that you hit so good on the, all these? Yeah, back at the uh, the Louisville Flea Market at the uh, Kentucky Fair and Exposition Center. It, it, that's used to be a great flea market. Now it's not so much. Uh, but back then, in the early '90s, you could really find a lot of collectibles, and there was a lot of vendors who had Kenner uh, Star Wars stuff. So that was the place to go back then, and you could get stuff for cheap. Hmm. I mean, now if you go to the flea market here, you're going to find some stuff, but it's not going to be cheap. So, yeah. 
uh, <laughs> things have changed in the past 20 or so years. So. Yeah, even if they're not worth a whole lot, sometimes people at flea markets think they have a gold mine, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It says it's Star Wars. It must be worth a thousand bazillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is oh, this is vintage Star Wars. I'm like, no, this is Power of the Force, too. Yeah. It's not vintage. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. People keep claiming everything's vintage now. Oh, yeah, yeah that's vintage. I, no, it's not. <laughs> I had someone bring Episode One figures in my store one time and said they had some vintage Star Wars figures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, man, I am really old, aren't I? <laughs> Buy those from you for a quarter apiece. Yeah. All right. Uh, our last figure is the Weakway Skiffguard. Yes. Uh, I don't know if there's there's no real variations for him. He comes with the Skiffguard Vibro Axe or the BD-1 Cutter Vibro Axe. It's also known as that. Um, I had one of these when I was a kid. I had. Uh, I did too. Hey, hey! Hey! Finally had one. <laughs> uh, well, what do you think about this figure then? When you when you had if you had it as a kid, <laughs> I got this figure solely for the reason that he could hold his his uh, the uh, vibro axe or vibro blade, whatever it is, in both hands. So huh. that's the one that can hold it in both hands, right? Yes. Am I thinking the right one? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I got it just based on that because I thought that was cool because up until that point, you didn't see very many Star Wars figures that could hold their weapons with two hands. So True. I thought that was neat. Carl, did you have this one? No, I didn't have this one. I grabbed it later on. I'm pretty sure this was an eBay grab and it was it was a really it was a really good eBay find. I got it really cheap and, and it seemed like all the joints was tight and it was in good condition, but for some reason I didn't have this one but he's a he's a great figure great sculpt and yeah. a must-have for a star wars fan i think of all the return of the jedi figures i think this one stands out as a classic i think personally mm, yeah. yeah it's pretty nice looking at uh, some of the ones we got coming up here a lot more ewoks of course <laughs> got uh, 79 back i think is the next set so may have to break that one up into two also because that's like 14 figures yeah <laughs> They had a lot of figures for Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that was probably the biggest set. Yep. And you put in the Max Rebo band set. So when Jedi Java. Mm-hmm. So when Jedi came out, uh, just for you know everybody's reference, you know I was nine. How old were you guys when this came out in '83? I was 14. I was either 12 or 13. What was the date? It was really, of course, I probably didn't see it opening weekend. Maybe I did. I, I can't remember. Uh, I was either 12 or 13. May 20 something. Yeah, I was probably 13 then when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even nine yet. I, I was a couple months away from being nine because my birthday's in July. But I don't know when I saw it. I don't know if I saw it, you know, that opening month or two months or whatever. I really don't remember. Do you remember what theater you saw it at? Yeah, Midtown. Same here. Yeah. That was the only one I saw at Midtown. The other two I saw at the drive-in. Nice. I didn't know that. Did I miss that before you saying that? That's cool. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I saw it at uh, Showcase Cinemas in Florence, Kentucky. Did you all get the uh, the Return of the Jedi program that they had for sale? No. Yes, I actually did get that. I got yeah. the program. Yep. Yeah. Great program. No, I didn't even think. Of, I didn't even know they had it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on again, Mike. Yeah. Oh, thanks, yeah. Mike. It's always fun. Oh yeah, I love coming Come on. on talking Star Wars. So anytime. When we get done with all the figures, we'll have to go through and do like vehicles and play sets and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Because I think, of course, vehicles, everybody, I think Kenner did some of the most amazing play sets ever. I mean, they did. Yeah. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get the Death Star, the, the Ewok Village. Yeah. And... I know G.I. Joe fans would say, you know, they're whatever it's called, their big carrier thing or whatever yeah. is probably the best play set ever. But obviously, I would say the Death Star play set is the best play Love. set of all time. Love the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, because first off, how many of them? How many people actually had the air- aircraft carrier? Not very many, because it was expensive. I had it. <laughs> I mean, it was expensive yep. at the time. Wasn't it like a hundred dollars? And it was yeah, like Mike just said, huge, so much. Oh space, yeah, it's four so foot long or something like that. Yeah, I remember my neighbor, me and him playing with it, some in his pool. <laughs> so that thing was. I'm sure it that thing. Pool. Yes, oh my gosh, the swimming pool. Did it float? It did float. Oh it my gosh, really. that's cool. Yeah, it was fun to play with. Cool. He also, we also played with. He had the, um, which also is another expensive set now that probably got destroyed and played with the death was the um, the Enterprise bridge for four inch figures, which was oh, yeah. I thought was a cool place that I never had. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else about the vintage sixty five back figures? I don't have anything there. It wasn't. You know, a real exciting few figures, but yeah. they, were, they were pretty cool, though. I mean, the only standout to me is Luke Skywalker, the Jedi Knight. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the best of all of them. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, the Princess Leia and the the, the Bausch disguise is, is nice. The others are just kind of, meh. <laughs> <laughs> they're, but they're good sculpts, though. All oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Carl, you want to read us out? Um, we have a Patreon account, and we want to, first of all, thank all of our Patreon members. And um, if you want to help us out with like giving us even as low as a dollar a month, you can if you go to um, patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. And you can also reach us on Facebook. We're under facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. And there's also a Facebook group, which you're welcome to join. We can talk. We talk about toys and stuff there a lot and stuff like that. Um, you can even share pictures on there if you wanted of some of your collection. Um, and you're, you can still leave us an iTunes review if you want to and let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Discord. And if you want to send us an email, it's TSWCpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Twitter at TSWCpodcast. And this month's Facebook shout-out is Ron Hackworth. Thanks for listening, Ron, and thanks for everybody else for listening in general. Yep. Uh, thanks again, Mike. Uh, we'll get you back on you know, in a few months when we go to the next group of figures. Sounds good. Hopefully I'll Dwayne can join us. Yeah. yeah, good to hear from Dwayne. And uh, we'll talk to everybody else uh, here in a little little while. And we're going to have, uh, at the end of the year, our normal review for our the year to find out what uh what we liked what we didn't like and uh, we'll see if we can get Dwayne back for that one there's some good ones this year so mm-hmm. yeah. all right we'll talk to everybody later all right bye bye